Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. It has been a crazy week. I, I know that's my thing. Uh, I have felt like I have been under spiritual attack all week and talking about what we wanted to do this podcast on. I mentioned the whole armor of God, and I was actually so befuddled that I was like the bot, the armor, the that stuff, you know, like <laughs> because it's been a rough week and. Um, so we talked about it, about doing it. And for all of our listeners, we wanted to do multiple episodes. We want to concentrate on the armor of God. And then we started looking into the book of Ephesians and there's so much there. Like you just read the first, uh, the first couple verses where it talks about the armor of God in Ephesians 6, uh, verses 10 through 12, where it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Just doing the little bit of research on those first three verses, um, there was a lot that I found. And I was like, <laughs> Bobby, we can't even go into the armor of God on the first one. We have, There's so much more we have to do. And you, of course, agreed. And... Um, I'm going to read some of that, but I want, what do you want to say before we get going? No, just go ahead, man. But, uh, well, I guess I <laughs> don't go ahead, but, uh, you know, it was, it was just, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're thinking about topics and, you know, we don't want to just sit here and just discuss the things that are going on the world to today. You know right. what I mean? There's plenty of people that are obviously, uh, really looking at that. So when we decided to do a podcast in general, we wanted to give you guys the best that we could. And as we look at different topics within the Bible, and this is obviously like, I mean, you talked to Philip and even told him, right? right. We, oh, yeah. Last, on Thursday. On Thursday, yeah. on Thursday. And we're like, man, we're thinking about doing the arm of God. He's like, yeah, do it. You know what I mean? And this is, I think it's like, this is like the go-to, you right. know what I mean? Uh, of just like good Bible passages. But man, there is, is so much. And just like Steve and I, have, we've already been here for almost an hour just talking about and getting ready for this episode. Right. And, and we were supposed to have a short episode, but, um, you know, I think just to, to what you said, um, just that, like, it's one thing to go over the armor of God and just talk about all these different principles and, and concept, but you need much more than that. And I think a lot of times in our spiritual struggle, you know what I mean? Our struggle where we're like, you know, I think anybody listening to this, you're going through something and you've probably been going through something or, you know, you, you don't know how you're going to get out of a certain situation. And, and, and a lot of the times you want people to, to, man, just pray for me and pray that this, this, you know, passes. Right. But what we don't realize is that God is doing something in us and that's why it takes so long because there's 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 something that he's doing in us because and we're going to talk about it it's about that growth that he wants for us so instead of just like just giving this episode like hey we're just going to talk about this concept and just move forward it's like no you know what i, I think the thing that's going to benefit you guys listening for us going through this because i know like us going through this it's really going to be if anything if nobody listens it doesn't matter yeah. we're going to be going through this i know and just in the spiritual attacks that i've felt this week and then starting to study on this i was like oh man like i was totally missing the point <laughs> like it was more there was more about or it was less about the armor and more about the big picture yeah. um and what i need to 
to do. And I'm going to share with you guys, it's a little bit long, but uh, it's not super long. What I read on those first, it's really only the first two verses. I, mm-hmm. I read the first three, but um, so this came from David Guzik and um, I just like the way he writes things. He puts it in perspective for me in a way that I can understand. So I hope it makes sense to you guys. Um, so this is what he, what he wrote about that. Uh, the detailed teaching of spiritual warfare in this passage presents two essential components. First, you must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Then you must put on the whole armor of God. The two are essential and much teaching on Christian combat neglects the first. If you take a weak man who can barely stand and put the best armor on him, he will still be an ineffective soldier. He will be easily beaten. So equipping for Christian combat must begin with the principle be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Before a soldier is given a gun or shown how to fire a missile, he goes through basic training. One great purpose for basic training is to build up the recruit's physical strength. It is, a, it is, it is as if the army is, says, soldier, we're going to give you the best weapons and armor possible. But first, we have to make sure that you are strong and that you can use what we give you. And in the power of his might... This shows how to get this strength. This does not happen just by saying the words. It is not an incantation or a spell. You can just walk around saying, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might over and over and it will happen. Those kind of mental games can accomplish something, but it certainly wasn't what Paul meant here. Might is an is inherent power or force. A muscular man's big muscles display his might, even if he doesn't use them. It is the reserve of strength. Power is the exercise of might. When the muscular man uses his might to bend an iron bar, he uses his power. It means that the reserve of strength is actually in operation. God has vast reservoirs of might that can be realized as power in our Christian life. But his might does not work in me as I sit passively. His might works in me as I rely on it and step out to do the work. I can rely on it and do no work. I can do work without relying on it, but both of these fall short. I must rely on his might and then do the work. It is not, I do everything and God does nothing. It is not, I do nothing and God does everything. It is not, I do all I can and God helps with what I can't. Each of these approaches falls short. The key is for me to, by faith, rely on his might and rely on it more and more and then do the work. Mm-hmm. So that to me, like, sorry, all that put together was like, oh, the armor of God I've been doing wrong the whole time because I wasn't relying on the strength, being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, right? Like I wasn't grasping that concept of it. And um, looking at it, like where he talks about a soldier, like we've not, like having been a soldier, I, they didn't give us guns until way down yeah. the line, right? Like it, there was so many other things we had to do, not just strength wise, but discipline wise and, um, working with each other. And we talked about it before, like, like you said, the biggest thing that the first thing that you do almost when we went through was drill, right? Mm-hmm. Like drill and ceremony, marching, like you had to know how to get somewhere. You had to be able to walk together and looking through the book of Ephesians, it talks about so many different walk here, walk, like, what was it? Let's go real quick. Uh, <laughs> um, walking, walk in light, walk in wisdom. 
what was the other one? Walk in love. love yeah. You know, like, so walking in both of us, that equates marching, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, so walking in those things and um, looking at what we wanted to go into, like, I think it's really important that we understand why Paul is giving us this description, why Paul is talking about this armor and where we're going to encounter the the spiritual attacks, who the spiritual, I mean, Going back to last week, talking about, you know, like the military concept, like knowing who the enemy is, knowing their tactics, their techniques, their procedures, you know, knowing why you're fighting the enemy, where you're going to fight the enemy. um, Those things are laid out in the entire book of Ephesians. So, like. Guys, read that book. It's short. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is, it's short. You know what I mean? And it's so super helpful. Um, you know, and just thinking about that, like, just think about that. You know, we think about the enemy, and we start thinking these. You know, we can start looking at the the thing that's going across in our in the United States right now and all over the world. You know what I mean? But it, it, look at your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Think about the battle that you have within yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean, let's just talk about that battle that you have. You know, and then and then let's go. Like, why do you have? You know, why do you have these? Um, divisions in your family why do you have even in your own like let's just say in your only immediate family like if you're like man i don't know why my kids are you know completely rebelling 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 can't speak <laughs> you know rebelling and you know maybe you and your spouse are just not doing well it, it, down at the root of that is that spiritual battle that you're going through and more than anything else the problem is you Right. The problem is, and that's what that's what Paul addresses in Ephesians. Like, you know, what the lack, and you know, we're going to really talk about it. But you know, the lack of of knowing that spiritual wisdom, having that spiritual wisdom, the lack of knowing, you know, what are we really doing? You know what I mean? Uh, one of the the key things in Ephesians that always stands out is is um, chapter two, verse eight, where he just talks about like it's by grace that you have been saved, not of works. You know what I mean? So that nobody can boast. You know, and that was. Uh, getting saved and understanding that and be like, wait a minute, like it's not of me. Cause especially growing up in, 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 in a different religion, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like, but I thought I had to do all these things in order to be a, you know, quote unquote, good Christian. And it's like, if you are a Christian, you'll do those things, but not, we talked about it before, right? Doing those things doesn't make you a Christian. Right. So we are saved Two works, but not saved by works, right? right. And there was something when we were going through we in Wordsby's book that you mm-hmm. had said, you're like, man, we are, um, I wish I would have had that quote just popped in my mind, but you know, it's, you know, we are saved to do those things. We aren't saved because we do those things. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's funny because we just talked about it with, with the kids, with children ministry today, these little kids, second through sixth graders, you know, and it's like, you know, is it important to go to church? Yes. But just because you're going to church doesn't mean that you're a good Christian. You know what I mean? Right. But you know what? All good Christians do go to church, do read their Bible, do participate in these things, but not so that it makes you good. You know, and so like, yeah, we could go into this armor of God. And I, I love the part where, you know, Guzik writes where it's like, uh, if you give a man, man, I don't know if you can find it real quick, but where you don't give uh, a weak person. Uh, right here. If you take a weak man who can barely stand and put the best armor on him, he will still be an ineffective soldier. He yeah. will be easily beaten. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, yeah, we can go through these concepts and talk about all these different pieces of armor, but man, we need to go so much deeper and so much um, further back on, 
having the understanding, you know what I mean? It's, you know, for the Marine Corps, you know, the first thing we do when we touch down into to Pendleton is like, hey, go stand on those yellow footprints because that's where people have stood before you and that's where it all, it all starts, you know what right. I mean? So this this whole course, this whole series that we're going to get into is just, hey man, standing. So this is your yellow footprints if you're listening to this, right, you know right. what I mean? That, and that's, I think that's important, like, it, like with the armor, right? Like we can sit here, I, we can tell, talk about the pieces of armor, but if you just walk around like saying like, oh yeah, I got the, the whole armor of God on, but you don't really understand what that means and you're not walking with, in, in his power and his might, then what is, what is good is the armor. Well, right? you know, and, and, and just thinking about this, like, and, I, and I'm sure it probably happened to you, right? So I remember being in boot camp, right? And I was like, you joined the, Mar okay, so I joined the Marines. So what am I thinking? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to be, you know, shooting and moving and doing all this combat stuff. And then I find my days are filled with cleaning the squad bay <laughs> and you know what I mean? Moving my, moving our racks from one side of the squad bay to the other side and all the games that the drill instructors played that just like completely irritated you. And guess what? It wasn't until we were downrange in Iraq and stuff was hitting the fan in different situations where it's like, dude, I understand why they put us in those situations. You know what I mean? And being able to be patient and having that um, tactfulness and not losing your cool in certain situations. You know what I mean? And they had to they had to put you in those situations in the rear because when it comes down down range muscle memory yeah you have that muscle memory and, and i remember like there was times you know especially like when the when you know iraq first went off i don't know when you were I when was you there were. in 2005 okay so. so so we went in 03 we were the initial push we were in kuwait waiting for bush to to give the command to hey you know what go like we were waiting to breach so i remember going there and dude scuds are going off like all these missiles are going off and and for us dude we didn't is that our missiles? Is that there? Like we didn't have, we had no idea what was going on. And I remember one time like, dude, you know what I mean? Like the rocket's going off. We have to get in the bunkers and we're like watching this rocket going and we're watching it. And it's like, okay, that's like, it was scary because it was like, that's not going out. That looks like it's coming in yeah. just because of where we were at. You know what I mean? And what's super crazy is in those times, like you get the people that you think are the toughest in those times, dude, those were the, it was, it was shocking. The people yeah. that I looked up to that I were like, man, this guy is locked on because he's so, you know, BA and all this other stuff. And it's like, dude, those were the dudes that were like freaking out in the bunker. And I'm like. That's those posers, right? Just like in the church. Yeah, right? just like in the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think like just thinking about those things, it's like, you know, uh, we didn't, I know for me, it wasn't until that situation, till I got into, to you know, um, being in a, in a in an environment in that because i didn't go through combat like i didn't i didn't fortunately you know what i didn't you know mm -hmm. what i mean and and so i didn't see a lot of the stuff that other people saw but even on the small scale of of where we were at and and just the stuff that we did experience it was like dude all that training came into play when it was needed and so all that stuff that we thought were like oh that's so dumb or like we should just you know what we should do we should just bypass that and let's skip right to these things and just like what you read you know what i mean if you give a weak man uh the best armor the best equipment they will not know how to use it and honestly it will be um it, it will hurt them it's right. not going to help them it's going to hinder them it's not going to help them you know right. what i mean so you know we're going to take this time we're going to do some things and we're going to go through some like 
basic training. <laughs> You're welcome. Go through some basic things and just like really unpack, you know, different parts of the book of Ephesians and really going through these principles of like, man, why is this so important with the, the mindset? Because, you know, the book has already been written for us. We'll refer back to the armor of God and why all this stuff is important. So when we get to that part where we're going to break apart these different pieces, it'll tie into like, oh, that's why, you know, that's why the belt of truth is so important. Right. And so I like looking at it and when we were talking before is like the, the two things I, I was looking at with, I mean, I think that you can look at the book of Ephesians if you've been in the military and you can see the, the five paragraph op order right there in that book, right. Of how knowing the situation, mission, execution, uh, all that, all that stuff. Right. I'm not going to go way into it <laughs> because, because, because we're going to do, we're, we're, we, Bobby dropped it last week that we're going to write an FM and it's going to be in there. But, um, but what's an, and what's an FM for people that don't a know. field manual, sorry, a field manual. We're going to write, um, on our faith. And so what's a field manual? It's a book that you go, why are you doing this to me? It's a, <laughs> it's the publication that you go to that teach it, tells you how to put into, um, work, how to put into action, what we know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so you get, you get your, your five paragraph op where, and it's going to lay it out. Like the situation, this is what's included in the situation, the, the mission, this is the stuff that's included in the mission. And this is how you apply these things to go out and be an effective soldier or Marine or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Is that good? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just practical things so that you know that you can refer back to. Right. And here's the thing, because people have gone through it, they've written it, you know, and, and it's handy information for you to have. Now, here's the thing. It, and even in those things, right? Like, you know, if you're learning on how to be a point man, the person that's, you know, you're going on a, on a patrol, right? Although those things are written so that you can have an understanding, guess what? It It's not like I'm just going to follow this to the T because this is the way it goes. Like, Right. It doesn't this, encapsulate every scenario that you're going to, you're going to face. Yeah. Cause guess what? You're in different environments, different, all kinds of stuff, different people, you know? So that's what we're going to do as we look through this. And yeah, I did call this out. Like, Hey, we got to just write something because it's just, it's just, hey, you know what? It's just good principles to have in, in the experiences that we've gone through. Right. Right. Based on what the 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 Bible has has told us, because man, we we're gonna the, here's the amazing thing, right? So funny, he talks about in 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 chapter five, right? He talks about you know uh, different issues that go on within a church. He talks about the family, right? In your marriage, uh, things specific for husbands, things specific for wives. He talks about your relationship between your children. Right. You know what I mean? In your workplace, and, and that's what that's what I was getting at. Was we're gonna kind of break it down into two separate parts, like the why. Mm -hmm the and the where so why um why we have the belief and the 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 mission that we have and where are we going to be able to apply it where where is it going to happen that we're going to face these battles right so the why comes in like the first like really like the first four chapters mm -hmm. of of the book and we we talked about a couple of scriptures in there i mean you already hit two eight like by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast, right? Like, and it goes further, which I, I really like verse 10 for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So it's knowing all, all of that, um, 
and that's where it really starts to know, like where you really start to get your why. Like, and if you, you look in your Bible, if you just look at like the, not just like the chapter breaks, but the verse breaks where that has like little type titles, you know, by grace through faith brought near by his blood, Christ, our peace, Christ, our cornerstone, the mystery revealed purpose of the mystery. Right. So it's talking about all of those, the whys. And then when, when you get into, um, the, the where's, then it's, you know, marriage, the, children children and parents and then your workplace bond servants and masters right mm -hmm. so that's where you're going to face those spiritual battles those spiritual attacks and you should be using the whole armor of god because of your wise to face those yeah and and like watch so even this like go back to to 2 8 mm -hmm. right so you've been saved by grace through faith not of works, right? Mm -hmm. it says not of your not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So that nobody, not of, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Right. So no boast. So let's just, like even just thinking about that. Right. So okay. So and one of the one of the pieces of armor, right, is is what what. So all of them are the only uh, piece of armor that we have for defense, where we go on the attack. That we have is what the sword. The sword, right? Because everything mm -hmm. else is is on on, on the offense. The sword is, of the spirit is the one that is the one that we use for the defense. Now, here's the problem with that, okay? Because here's, guess what? I have the sword of the spirit, which is the, and it says it, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, here's here's the problem. In in Ephesians 2.8, where he says it's that we are saved by grace, it's important to know that. Because if I just say, hey, it's the word of God, here's your, here's your thing. And we go and we give these tools and we're just saying, hey, if we just went off of just giving people the armor of God. And then we were like, yep, see the sword of the spirit. I need to use the Bible. How many people, like what well, people are called Bible thumpers, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if we are saved by grace, one thing that I know as a pastor that I that I hear often is where the, and, it's, and it comes from the guy, right? He's like, you know what? I'm trying to fall after the Lord. I'm doing all these things. And guess what? You know, my wife is the one that's holding me back. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, so now you're saying that your works and what you're doing is the very thing that's got you locked on. But it tells us that we're not supposed to boast about those things mm -hmm. because it's because it's the grace of God. See, but but sometimes we start using the sword of the spirit and we start thinking, oh, you know what? Here we go. Here's my spiritual attack, and it's my spouse. And now I'm going to use the word of God to freaking stab her. You right. know what I mean? And we don't use it properly. And that's and that's why we wanted to go through this and go through it slowly because it's like you know what? All these other things that that Paul is bringing up, if we don't have a good understanding of it. We're going to use these in the in the wrong thing. Hey, you know what? The belt of truth. Well, you know what? I'm going to approach people and I got this belt on and I'm going to just lay truth out for people. You're a jerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what they're going to call you when you do that, right? Yeah, exactly. Because like, that, I mean, um, it, it, going back to, I think I mentioned it way before, like spiritual gifts, right? Like one of them is exhortation, like, which is like, hey, you you might be that type of person, which I am, that I want to make sure that everybody knows what's right. You know, even if it's not Christian related, <laughs> right? Like, even if it's just me, like, hey, my way's right. Like, this is right, you know? Um, so pointing, like, if I were to take that spiritual gift of exhortation and just being like, oh, you're wrong here, you're wrong here, you're wrong here, right? Like, and not using tact, not using all the different uh, ways, you know, the, the Bible tells us how to 
approach a brother who's doing wrong, right? You do it one-on-one and then you take a, a brother with you and then you bring it to the church. You know, like, I'm not going to just call somebody out in front of everybody, but like, hey, you got that wrong. It means blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's where you're going to be. You're going to be looked at like, man, this guy is such a jerk. And I mean, that's pretty much how I was looked at for a long time. Not in, not in Christianity, just like at work. I'd mm-hmm. be like, no, you're wrong. Like, this is what it says, sure. you know? Well, and, and that's why he says that, you know, you need, we need to walk in love. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm walking in love, guess what? I am going to exhort somebody, but I'm also going to build them up. And I'm going to do it in the right way and in the proper way. You know, and, and it's funny because you say that, you know, like in First uh, Corinthians 13, right? The whole, that love chapter where it's, you know, he talks about spiritual gifts. He talks about all these things in that in that section. But he he says like, you know what? But if I if I have all these things, it, it means nothing if I don't have love, you know what I mean? And even if you have, you know, the gift of exhortation, guess what? The greatest gift of all is going to be love. Right. You know? And love edifies. Love, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> puff up, right? Yeah. It builds up. So guys, that's, that's where we're at. Like Steve and I were just like, Hey, let's do this. But then as we, as we went over and it's like, man, if we, if we give this out, we're going to miss so much of it. Right. So I think knowing, knowing where, uh, what that the power of his might, uh, the being strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Like, I hope like when, when I read that, that Guzik commentary that you, you guys are seeing, like, that's a very important part, right? And what we're going to do um, in these follow on episodes, we're going to take like each piece of armor and we're going to tie that back to what Paul is talking about previously and and get that all tied in and hopefully you have a way better understanding because I know until I started studying this like like yeah I'm being spiritually attacked I got to put on the whole armor of God I have it I have it printed out and put on my wall at work I'm I read it and I'm like yeah let me put on this armor let me put on this armor well I was severely misunderstanding what it meant to do that. And I learned that when I was like, Oh, let me read, let me read a commentary about these first two, three verses of Ephesians six, where it's talking about the whole armor of God. And I'm like, man, I missed it. <laughs> like, and so that's what it, but it opened, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Oh, yeah, right? Like I'm, I, I know I'm not the only one because if I to go and ask somebody about the armor of God, one, I can't name all the parts mm-hmm. of it to you right now. And I've been studying it, but you know, there's going to be other people who can't name it and then they're not going to know how to use it. Right. And um, so instead of just sitting here and being like, all right, we're going to go through these pieces of armor and we want everybody to really understand that. And um, we want you guys to know that's where our heart is as well. And in, in the aspect of, it's not just, how can we fill 45 minutes uh, on a podcast and put it out there? We really want you want to share and make sure that you're understanding. We're not getting a lot of questions. We're not getting a lot of feedback, but you know, when, when we see something that's like, Oh man, I've, I've got that wrong then. And I'm not, I'm, I say it over and over. I'm like a new Christian in my eyes, right? Like it's, so if I'm getting it wrong, than somebody else's too. So um, that's where we're going with it. And um, so it's kind of like a teaser episode. Like, hey, we want you guys to know what we're thinking. And this is kind of where, like what you're getting right now is kind of what me and Bobby do before every podcast is where we just sit here and we're like, well, we can go here. We can go here. We can do this. So, and that's kind of what this episode is, is 
laying it out there um, and hoping that you guys dig in and do a little bit of, of your own research too, because don't take our word for it. Like, uh, you know, I didn't just take Guzik's word for it. I read yeah. other commentaries. I just like the way he, he put it. Um, and I talked to you about it and you're like, Oh yeah. Like, of course we need to do that. And like, and I'm like, Oh, well you should have mentioned that to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. We- well, dude, but the, so the, the, the pastor in me is always wanting to like teach, you know what I mean? Is always wanting to like go super deep. And I know that like, in certain situations, it's it's good, you know right. what I mean, and helpful. And then other times, it's like you can't do that. So for me, I'm always going to be a little bit like try to be reserved because initially I would love to just like, hey, let's just break do the it whole down. book of Ephesians. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so so we won't end up breaking it down like a Bible study. Like I've told you before, like this isn't supposed to replace church, right? So the 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 things that I can tell you is like, hey, you know what? It, if you've never read the book of Ephesians, one, I challenge you to read it. And we've talked about it before, right? Get a translation. If you start reading it and you're like, man, this doesn't make any sense to me, get a different translation and read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to read out of the New Living Translation because uh, it's easy. Um, uh, when I do my s- studying and everything else, I, I'm always got the New King James out, right? So uh, there's another translation, the uh, ESV. That's a good translation. Mm-hmm. So just whatever, like, get it. If you haven't read it, just read the book. We're not going to break down each verse and each passage and each chapter, but we're going to look at uh, big chunks, summarize some things. Um, another thing too, download a teaching from from uh, a church, find a church. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the church that we attend is Calvary Chapel Sarah Vista. Pastor Pat went through Ephesians um, just last year, I think. Yeah, March of last year, because I I listened to it this morning and I was <laughs> like, I opened it up and I was like, oh, Pastor Pat broke it down the same way we were talking about breaking it down. And then, so I read or I listened to what we just talked about, those first three verses of Ephesians 6. And it's there. Like you can go and download it. it mm-hmm. You don't even have to download it. You just have to hit play. And yeah. you can go on YouTube and look at it or yeah. whatever. But so, and it, and, or you find it, uh, another church or another teaching or whatever. The, the, and you might say, well, then if I'm going to do that, why even listen to you guys? Here's the one thing that I noticed, and I know as a pastor, right? Like, you do a teaching, but then there's so much more to discuss about it that we lose when we're just um, giving a quote unquote lecture on certain things. Right. And it's been that way with the podcast too. I mean, every topic that we've covered afterwards, we're like, man, we could have gone with this and this and this. And there's so much application to our lives from the scriptures that we, we miss a lot of the times or we hit the key points and then we're like, man, we could do so much more with it. So, which is helpful because we won't never run out of material. Oh yeah. (laughs) We got a pretty big book here to go through. So, so, but yeah, so that's, that's our recommend, uh, recommendation for you guys, you know, just read it, just, just especially guys, especially for those that are like, man, I don't go to church. I don't, I don't do anything. Well, you know what? Then do something different. Right. Do something different. You'll be on a journey. Um, and this is your, you know, here we go. Like your basic training on, on understanding and Ephesians covers all of it. You know, who is God? Why why should we follow after Jesus? What did he do? You know what I mean? Like, okay, he died for me and and then he wrote, but what does that mean? And and Ephesians covers it and 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 it's I'm excited. Yeah, decided to, to cover it. So, um, so we will have a few interruptions along the way. Like hopefully we're getting ready to leave for a conference. Um, and when I talked to a pastor, I'm not going to say it yet because I don't know if he's going to, but uh, I, I had asked a pastor who wrote a book on um, about 
those like what to do when you know uh, it's hope for hurting hearts is, is the book that mm -hmm. so you can look it up and then i called him out but <laughs> i'm not going to directly call it but i asked him i said hey i know you're going to be at the conference you had some stuff going on in your life will you come on the podcast he's listened to it and um he's like yeah sure absolutely if, if there's time you know he will so hopefully he will and if not I did say, hey, you know what? We can do a remote podcast. Right. Um, and then our our good friend, Lily, she said that she was going to come on and talk about how uh, she ended up going through uh, the loss of a child. And Very difficult. Yeah. And that one, I, I'm really looking forward to that one, too. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to get into this, but it gives you guys a chance to also read through the book of Ephesians. Maybe come up with questions. Maybe see if there's you know, watch those, those teachings if you can. It gives you guys a chance because we are hopefully going to have these other guests on the show. And, um, so, and we'll, we can always schedule how we lay them out too. We might be recording this week with the pastor at the conference, but, um, we can drop that a couple weeks from now or yeah. whatever. So, uh, just know that there might be some interruptions, but we're going to, we're going to, get through this, this, I'm excited about this one so much, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, because I realized where, um, where I had gone wrong and now like digging in, I'm getting a way better understanding of it. And that's what I would, I would challenge you guys. Like if you think that, like, if, if you have even just a small question, dig in, like, I mean, make sure. And, um, what's funny is I was talking to Benny about this, not this specific thing, but, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't like to ask questions in front of people because I know that I, I go down rabbit holes, mm -hmm. right? Like, and I don't want to be the stumbling block for other people. So maybe you're one of those people. Maybe you don't ask questions because you're like, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want dig in. Like if you dig in, you're going to create such, such a better understanding for yourself than if one of us just tells you like, oh yeah, that means blah, blah, blah. And I'm the type of person that I don't take anybody for their word anyways. I want to, I want to know, like, sh tell me why I believe that, yeah. you know, why I should believe that. So, um, dig in guys. I, I think this one's going to be fun. I think we're going to hopefully, I mean, we're already at 33 minutes just talking about how we want to do it. <laughs> so, um, that, that was also a little, like we said, a little insight into how we come up with our, our topics and, and how throughout the week that it's like, Oh wait, hang on. You know, we need to do this. We need to do that. So, um, this is kind of where we, what we talked about where we should just record as soon as we start talking. So that way yeah. you guys see the whole thing that we, we go through. Um, but what you got right now is basically what we did right before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because my wife was like, you know, you go and you leave and then you're, you're, she's like, you're almost gone for like three hours. I'm like, we almost record a whole podcast before we record the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, um, yeah, I think with that, Hey guys, here's the thing. We're all going through struggles. We're all going through things. And he, he lays this out uh, where guys, are, he, he talks about it in, in this whole part where it's like, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And some of us think the people that are, that cause us the most friction are the issue. And that's not the issue. There's an underlying thing. And, and here's the thing. If what the Bible says is true, right? And I believe it's true. But if, it, if what it says is true, just think about this in your own life. If we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, what he says here, and our problems are actually like the spiritual aspect of things that are playing a role, 
the people that you're coming up against, especially if you're on the right side of things, because that's what you got to ask yourself too. But if you're on the right side of things, if you're on the Lord side of things, then that means it's not that person, but it's that person giving in to these dark spiritual forces that are working in their lives. Guys, it could be it could be a number of things, right? It could be the music that they're listening to, the advice that they're getting, that is anything that is considered demonic, guys, is obviously the direct opposition of what God stands for truth, love, you know what I mean? All those things. And here's the thing that we have to understand. If we're warring against those things and you're having conflict in your marriage, in your family, whatever it is, are you on the right side of things? Right. The question a lot of times we'll ask is like, I know God's here's one thing that I, and I've probably been guilty for saying it too. Right. I know God's on my side. No, the question isn't, is it God on my side? Is, are you on God's side is what Mm -hmm. we have to ask ourselves. And that's what we're, we're really going after. So, you know, if, if your life is all peachy king and hunky dory and you don't need to, to prepare yourself for battle because your life is just smooth sailing. Well, um, I would question, (laughs) I would, I would seriously question then because it's clear here that it's not going to be that way. So, so, and, and if you are, if there are issues in your life, don't think that, you know what, everything's just messed up and you need to check out and you need to, you know, just disengage from life. No, actually, maybe you need to get some things ready. Uh, you know, one one last story, um, you know, I had heard when I at one time where there was like this World War II guy and he was a pilot and uh, somehow he got off course. And it wasn't until he actually started receiving gunfire where he knew he was headed in the right direction. It wasn't when he wasn't getting any gunfire. It wasn't until he started receiving gunfire that he's like, oh, that's the way that I need to go. So I bring that point up because, guys, we are going through hard times. And that doesn't mean that we're doing the wrong thing. Now, if we're guilty of maybe taking the wrong course of action, well, then that's your bad, right? right? But if you're like, man, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I just, you know, maybe I just started getting serious about falling after God and now all this stuff is going wrong. Guess what? You're headed in the right direction. You're like that pilot that's like receiving this fire, but you need some tools and principles to help get you through that. And that's what we want to offer. Amen. Before we go into the prayer, um, we have started putting out some new um, stuff on the store. So check it out. You know, right now, I think we put out a canvas and a water bottle. And now that I've sat down with Bobby and figured out how to put out the clothing, I've made some shirts. It's main, there's a couple, there's going to be one shirt released, a new shirt for men. And then I, we made a couple of women's shirts that, um, a V neck and a razor back or something. I don't know. I don't know women's clothing that well, but, um, so Check it out. It'll be out. And by the time you listen to this, it'll be on on the, the website. Check that stuff out. And then as we go into this prayer, um, we're going to kind of do a different prayer. I'm going to do the prayer that Paul said for the church at Ephesus um, because I think it really kind of shows us that a lot of times we pray for things that, um, you know, we – that we want to happen. Um, but the prayer that Paul prayed was, you know, for a lot of things that we don't normally pray for, Mm -hmm. you know, so that I'm going to, I'm going to read Paul's prayer to out loud as our prayer, um, as we end this, um, in hopes that maybe that'll spark you to dig even more, you know? Um, yeah. Anything else? I got nothing. All right. Let's do this. So the prayer from Paul, uh, he, he says, 
Um, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And this is the prayer. That God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of of the glory of his inheritance in wit in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. Amen.